Hi, everyone. Thank you for downloading the newest episode of Walnut Grovecast. I wanted to just drop in here and remind you that I will be releasing weekly episodes until this craziness in the world ends. Not ends, but you know, until we resolve it. Thank you very much for listening. I, I do appreciate it. If you could just take a moment, if you do care so, head on over and leave us a review anywhere you can do. It costs nothing, and it really means a lot. Um, also share with your friends. If you have a friend who's really into little house on the prairie, you might've heard of that TV show. Um, you know, just shoot it over to them. We truly would appreciate it. Thank you so much. And, um, without further ado, here you go. The newest episode of Walnut Grovecast. Welcome to Walnut Grove Cast. I still have yet to perfect. Uh, I think I say this every few episodes that I'm going to make a new intro, and I just never get around to just creating its own standalone intro. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that some episodes have different versions of the intro, and I, I just don't want to get to. Uh, I just find that it's too complicated. But um, I want to introduce to the show Suzanne Holland. How are you, Suzanne? I'm good. How are you, Mark? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for taking the time to pop on here and review this episode. We had planned to do a different episode until I realized that we had already reviewed it a couple of weeks ago with Leah Mitchell. So we, right out of nowhere, we just said, look, we need to do this. So we we agreed yeah. on what episode? Do you want to announce it? <laughs> We're doing The Handyman. What? With, Gil Ger- with Buck Rogers? In the 25th century. Oh, my God. Do you know Buck Rogers? Or the 19th, Buck Rogers in the 19th century. 19th century, right. But do you know that was only on the air for two seasons? I do. I remember it did not last long. Yeah, and like Battlestar Galactica, one season. Yeah, it wasn't even renewed for a second season. It's weird when you look back at some of these sci-fi shows that carried such a legacy with them. Yes. Um, Then you have Little House. Totally off the radar of everyone. Nine seasons. <laughs> Nine glorious seasons. Right, you can count ten if you really want to say that those movies, you know, kind of equaled up almost a, the length of almost an entire season. Yes, I guess. But yeah, we're so we're going to be reviewing, um, the Handyman, which aired originally on October third, nineteen seventy-seven. This is um. So I guess this is probably a couple. Yeah, this is the fourth episode. I'm sorry, fourth episode in the fourth se- season, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. Do I have that yeah. right? Yeah. So you know, this season just began. You know, this is back in the days where the fall seasons would start in the first week of September. Um, right. And we don't have that anymore, really. No, we don't. I kind of miss that. But you know, I also miss Battle of the Network Stars. So. Oh yeah. You know, I have copies of the Battle of the Network Stars. I have a number. Yeah. This is, um, Chris Hassler and I have talked about this for a very long time, <laughs> about reviewing them, um, because they're incredible. If people yeah, don't know what really- Battle of the Network Stars are, 
Do you want to kind of go give a little bit of a, um, I guess, a cheat sheet as to what that is? Because my wife, for instance, had no idea what that even was. Well, Battle of the Network Stars was a series of specials in the late 70s and early 80s. And it was an athletic competition featuring the stars of each network shows. And so each each network, the big three, Mm -hmm. would have their own team and different stars from their shows would appear. And it, it was a lot of fun. You would have like Gary Coleman, Ted Lang, <laughs> um, Lonnie Anderson, Bob Newhart. Yeah. <laughs> Lonnie Anderson. <laughs> oh my God. But you can't make up these kind of weird things. Sherman Hemsley. And it's yes. just people that you just, <laughs> you don't expect to see in a pair of, um, like, um, I guess speedos type shorts. And it's almost in a, a small Olympics type of scene. Oh. Right, it really, like it was weird. Like a papillon, almost. Yes, but it was, but filmed with, filmed in a way where you you feel like you're watching a genuine sporting event. I I believed it was a real sporting event when I was a kid. Yeah, me too, and it was in a lot of ways. Right. But yeah, so I got my hands on a bunch of those, um, and we just haven't gotten around to it. You know, it's like you just there's not enough time in the day. Yeah. But nowadays, there seems to be a lot of time in the day. There, there really is. <laughs> but um, with the handyman, going going back to uh, Gil Gerard, what a weird choice for this, right? A very weird choice. Um, uh, I mean, the guy's a great-looking guy. You know, you take, you know, he's definitely right up there with a Michael Landon in, in the level of hunkiness. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say I think Gil Gerard is probably better-looking. Oh, dare I oh, say? No. No, you can't say that. <laughs> Book? No. <laughs> Remember, Mark, I'm the one when somebody posted a shirtless picture of him on Face. That on was me, I woman. think. Yeah. Somebody posted that, and I, my comment was, oh, I could just eat breakfast off those shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I think, no. I, yeah, didn't you get like, um, I was going to say something like, um, you got thrown off Facebook for 24 hours, but your comment wasn't nearly as bad um, as that. Yeah. But, no, he he's very attractive, but in my mind, he, he's just not Michael Landon. But I didn't see him with his shirt off, so. <laughs> I, I'm not really sure if he's that type of guy, but um, I bet he is. He's yeah. still around. He's still alive. I wonder what he's doing these days. Do you know? Um, You know, um, with the magic of the internet, I can just click on his name right here. <laughs> and I can, um, let's see. He is... He hasn't been in anything since 2016 where he was in a movie called The Nice Guys and Surge of Power. Um, no, he's not really doing too much. You know, it's one of those, you know, he's probably, I mean, it looks like he's about, about as old as I would have thought. How old do you think he would be if you had to I guess? Think, I think he's 70. He's in his 70s. Yeah. He's about 73. Wow. Like, you know, I always, Gil Gerard is also one of those guys who pops up in a lot of books about the 70s and the 60s. And, I can imagine that. Um, with, what is her name? Um, from MASH, the Hot Lips. Do you know? Loretta Swit. Yeah. Whenever there's like a story about Loretta Swit, it'll be like with Gil Gerard and Loretta Swit. I'm not sure if they were a couple or something. I remember reading some really crazy stories from back in the period of time with piles of drugs and but anyway, all right. 
This is 1877. Yeah. <laughs> I think this episode is perfectly placed because this is the season where I think Mary loses her mind. And, you know, she might as well have a good time now because we know what's happening at the end of the season. I don't know if she lost her mind or she was seeing the reality of what was going on. Oh. Because let's, you know, I have to go out on a limb and say I think there was something there. Oh, she of was right. Spark. She made some strange choices. Yes. So let's set it up with a couple. Um, there's chatter and chatter and chatter. The bottom line is Charles is building the kitchen. The the, yeah. the famous kitchen. We're going to blow it out. It's going to be, we're thinking it's going to be the kind of kitchen that that is just tremendous, but it's really not. It's going to be like a 10 by 10 kitchen. They could have made it bigger, right? They could have. I don't know why it wouldn't. Just make it bigger. Make a bigger room. Could have made another room for Carrie while you're at Oh, it. that would be a good idea. They could have had, made a popcorn machine <laughs> well, to the, put the, by their bed. At the end, I think they're going to need the popcorn because um, there's a couple scenes here where um, Carolyn's hair is down. Yeah. And there's a lot going on in the background. <laughs> All right. They need so, popcorn. Yeah, oh, there's definitely popcorn being popped um, at the end. <laughs> so, all right. So Charles is just kind of hammering away. Whenever he's working on other people's stuff, it's done in you know three days. <laughs> With his own stuff, six months. Isn't that true of all of us, though? Oh yeah, totally. I won't vacuum. I'll, I'll, but if but if um, I'm at somebody's house and he asks me to vacuum, which has never happened, I probably would vacuum right away. <laughs> And do a great job. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't want to make it seem as though you're an idiot. So, yeah. No. Um, all right. So here's Charles. And he sees that Caroline is kind of looking around, kind of, hmm, kind of having questionable um, thoughts about things. You want to move the kitchen around the other side of the house? No. Don't worry. It's not a problem. All I have to do is drill a new well, move the foundation, change all the drain pipes. Charles, don't tease. It's just such a big job. It's it's so important. It's got to be right. Carolyn, trust me. It's going to be right. No, this is the first two things. Yeah. <laughs> One, foundation? This house, do you think this house is built on a foundation? I don't. I was surprised at that, too. But maybe just the kitchen is on a foundation. Now that I'm looking, there are, I mean, of course, this is not 1877. But there are some type of blocks that are in front of the platform that he's standing on. Not really sure what's going on there. Also drain pipes. Yeah. I would have thought it would have just been going a tube that just kind of goes right out to the horses or something. <laughs> I'm not, it's what I would have yeah. put in. You don't want it back down the well. It's, yeah, I guess. Well, what are you washing really that you wouldn't, I mean, it's, if it's just going into the yard, how much water? I mean, you're not using that much water. No, probably Two not. gallons, maybe, to wash dishes? I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm overthinking it here. <laughs> I think we're going to need to see blueprints. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, blueprints. This is a guy who's using, you know, he's building it, like, basically with um, a hammer and nails, and that's it. Right. Not one level anywhere um, that I can see. You're going to love this kitchen. I'm going to go stable the horses, I'm going to knock a hole through that wall. 
<laughs> Literally knocks a hole right in that wall. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, one thing I'm, I'm kind of thinking about this and I could be wrong, but, but I might be right. Now I'm looking at the wall that he cut down, you know, where he's going to break through. And it looks like there's, it's plaster lathe or lath. I don't, I don't know how it's, pronounced. I don't know how you say it, <laughs> but it looks like twigs. And I'm wondering if that is what is next to Carrie's bed. If it's actually the plaster lathe and it's not twigs. Yeah, I, it looked I, like something put in there specifically for insulation to me. And so, but it does look like what's by Carrie's bed. Hmm. I, I need a, I need to dig up some better pictures in the future. So <laughs> Caroline is just kind of looking by and she's just thinking it has to be perfect. And this is her dream kitchen that we're putting in. And it does end up being a very nice functional kitchen. Since when does she not trust his carpentry skills? I don't know. The whole thing is very strange. It, we, everything's off kilter. We um we had Kezia out of nowhere, um, which I thought what? was kind of funny. But why? Why is she there? Why is there the whole scene with her and Doctor Baker? A filler? I'm not really sure. This this scene is it's two minutes. Short. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really sure, but I'm gonna play. It. She's steaming open mail, right? While, I, while her crow flies around. <laughs> and it's just, what's going on here? Squeeze mine, if you get me Ain't that the pitch? It's not from a bow. It's a bill from a dress shop in Minneapolis. Now, this is also, I don't know if you noticed, the tea kettle is actually not steam. It looks like dry ice kind of coming out. Because the smoke is coming out and it's kind of settling. <laughs> Maybe uh, that was easier for them to do. Well, where would they but, get dry eyes? Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. Oh, you mean for the show? I, I mean the for, um, yeah, for, yeah, the personnel. The effect, the I guess. Yeah. No, I thought yeah. you meant like easier for her to open up the envelopes. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, Ooh, she owes a pretty penny. I'll say that. So, yeah, this is a weird scene. She's there. Um, Doc Baker shows up and he he gets his mail from her. It's just kind of introducing the character in a weird way. I'm not really sure what that was all about. It's it's so weird. I just I maybe Keisha was intended to be more of a recurring character than she proved to be, because I think she was only in three episodes. But, I mean, they're just sticking her in randomly here. And, and yeah, this is only season four. It's, you know, we're not desperate yet for ratings. Right. <laughs> okay, here's my question with Dr. Baker. He gets he gets the, do you have a, are you doing a clip with Dr. Baker or? When he comes to the Ingalls? No. Oh, no, I can go back with okay. Kezia. No. Well, the thing is, he gets a letter from Mr. Hansen that yeah. basically tells him, yeah, I got this bid. Tell Charles to do this. Why didn't he just write to Charles? <laughs> Can't trust Charles. Ugh. Maybe, um, yeah, maybe it, it is very strange. It's a very good point, actually. Yeah, like and why, why Doc? <laughs> why Doc Baker? <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Baker couldn't care less. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is very. That's a very good point, actually. It's very funny. But um, here he is at the Ingalls. We get to see the the little house uh, from another point of view that we've really never seen before here. I, I, love, kind of I love the view of it. Yeah, me too. It gets to you. Also, get to see the mantle and 
I don't know. It looks a little bit more like a set in this particular. It does. Episode. Kind of breaks the, the feeling of it a little bit for me, but of course that goes away, you know, as soon as they built the kitchen. Here we go. Yeah. Hey, how you doing doc? I'm afraid you're going to have to change your plans, Charles. What's with those cicadas? <laughs> or something. <Yeah. laughs> or rattlesnakes. Something. I don't know what that is. <laughs> what are you talking about? The railroad accepted Hanson's bid on the material for their new hotel. Now, Carolyn immediately looks completely annoyed. Right? Right. I mean, they're she, not wealthy. Yeah. They're not. They don't have tons of money. I mean, if he's not, if he's at home for two weeks, he's not making any money. Right. I, I thought that that was a little bit strange. Hey, well, that's great news. Well, I'll get back to work at the mill as soon as I finish here. Well, you better read the letter first. You can read, can't you? <laughs> yeah. You're right about the the sound. It is. I mean, those cicadas and birds. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're way too loud. <laughs> you know, the sound of Little House in the Prairie, and this has always been a pet peeve of mine. And even when I was a kid, the especially the quiet scenes. And this is one of the examples. Like, I'll just play it again for a second. It's crazy. You would have to turn your television up so loud just to get the dialogue, and I don't know. You'd be cranking it. And it would just be background noises and weird hiss. You're right. The audio has always been very strange with Little House. And maybe that's why I like the newer episodes, because the mix is far better. Yes, I agree. He gets the full order to him by the first of the month. There's a bonus. If not, there's a penalty. How long will it take? Uh, By the looks of this, two weeks, maybe more. I can't go back to work there till I finish here. Charles, don't worry about us. <laughs> You're just a bad father and husband. <laughs> Did he say he was worried? Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, just put up a tarp. Get over yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've been cooking for this long without a kitchen. Another couple of weeks will be fine. But um, but that's not good enough, of course. So he, a lot of kind of things happen that, um. That's funny. There's a little bit of comic relief. They don't know what they're going to do. The kids kind of come home and they're just running around. And a cow comes into their house. Sparks. Sparks the cow. Is that the name? I missed the name. Um, Carrie falls into the creek. There's a lot of weird stuff that is just kind of happening. And a crazy rainstorm kind of shows up out of nowhere. And it's getting the entire house wet. And Charles, of course, makes one funny comment. Sort of funny. Wait, I got it. I got it. Now, notice there's a lack of background noises here, but it's torrential downpour. Oh, no, I lost it again. Go on, go on, get inside. Oh, thank goodness. Like, this is all, like, additional dialogue track, like, that they recorded in the studio. I'm I'm guaranteeing it. You can often tell when that happens. Yes. Do you want some nails? It's thunder. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, the sun's out. You know, there, there's a big hose being sprayed into the air with a big fan behind them. 
You're going to wash the floors anyway. <laughs> Not that funny. But it's... Uh, <laughs> they're both just drenched. And the next day, the sun's out. Everything's fine. <laughs> A beautiful morning. Yeah. So... Caroline's walking around the house and hearing somebody whistling, right? Which is eerie. Yeah, but you know, Caroline is not very often so standoffish with somebody, right? Right. What do you but think that was the guy, about? The guy is not coming to the house in the usual way. He's mm-hmm. not coming to the front door. I don't think she would have been alarmed that way. But he's back there, like where the opening of the house is, and he's just rifling through stuff. It's creepy. Yeah, a little bit. Here he is. <clears throat> Hope I didn't start you, ma'am. Who are you? The name's Nelson. Chris Nelson. I answer easier to Chris. And you'd be Miss Zingles now, wouldn't you? I uh, heard you might be needing some help. I'm a handyman, General Carpenter. From the looks of it, I heard right. Where'd you hear that? In town, I was doing some odd jobs for Olison's Mercantile. He said you might be needing some help, so he sent me out here. It's pronounced mercantile, stupid. Yes. <laughs> um, I know a little about most everything. Mason Real- Carp- What? Really? He yeah. knows a little about most everything. <laughs> right. Plumbing. What I don't know, I figure out. Carry my own gear. And I know there was a, a scene where he was supposed to say something along the lines of, you would look beautiful if you took your hair down. <laughs> yeah, probably. Right? Probably. <laughs> and um, she's just listening and kind of, I don't know. I, I find that immediately she took a liking to him. Right. That's just my I point do, of view. I think she's a little wary, which is reasonable. She's alone with her girls. She doesn't know this guy. <laughs> but she's so. been more welcoming to to more far shadier people. Hmm. I'm trying to think, think wasn't there right. wasn't there a junk guy a guy just selling junk one day? And like, Tinker? Shoot. I don't think it was was it Tinker? I know there was somebody and it was just like she was all like, Oh hi, blah blah blah. Uh, the circus man. Maybe. <laughs> I have to go back and find. I do too. I can't pay much. I was working for meals at the mercantile. <laughs> Wait. <Meals. laughs> like, where were these meals coming from? I guess Nels was cooking. Oh, were there Just... eggs? Because those were my eggs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nels will be the ju- judge of <laughs> eggs around here. Uh, Nels, Nels is cooking up, um, you know, he makes a delicious roast. Yes. That Willie consumes by himself. And and um, I, I always want to call him Gil, but I'm Nelson. Chris. Chris. That is an alias if I ever heard one. Chris Nelson. Riley. Um, I don't know. Of course. I came out of nowhere. You never set eyes on me before. Um, I can go to Olson's and get some references if you like. I can unbutton my first button if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going there myself. You ask him anything you want about me. In the meantime, if you got a set of plans for this kitchen, I can be looking them over and get a start while you're away. What kind of accent is that? I don't know. I'm it's a say, guy who's putting on airs. I don't, I think it's a slight Texas accent, but I'm not really good with that. 
But um, it's it's a something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the when politicians go to the south, they they put on a little bit of this, you know. Oh, you get a little bit of molasses in your mouth, <laughs> and all of a sudden, <laughs> talking about the south. Come back with any doubts. I'll say thank you kindly. Won't cost you a cent. I'll go. All right. I get the plans. I bet you will. Monkey business. They, they should have yeah. called this not the handyman, but monkey business. <laughs> she sweated through her blouse. She has to go change it. But you know, he's he's also taking to her a lot more, maybe, than right. she is. And I think that I think there's this whole point now where we look at Ma's Ma, right? We know we don't think of her as a woman. We don't think of her as needing the attention. And maybe this is also a problem that men also have with their, their wives very often where, you know, put on, you know, they're doing something and it's simple and you're just not giving the attention that's needed. And I think that's where it really kind of started for me in this episode where he makes certain comments and you could just see she kind of, the character just lights up immediately. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't hear those things as often as she should. I think she's smitten, personally. I do too. Um, so she does. She goes right into the mercantile, bold as brass. Yeah, um, and starts you know look for references. Who is this handsome fellow? And we know somebody else is a little bit smitten with him. Yeah, <laughs> which I just love. <laughs> with defending him, even I, I just love it. I'm sorry, I can't tell you any more about him. He just turned up the other morning asking for work. He does a good job. Took care of a lot of the things that uh, the missus wanted me to take care of. And there was nothing missing when he left. There's a deal more to do, too. But my husband seems to feel that your needs are far more urgent than mine. This could be very salacious. (laughs) Yes. The way way they're talking about it. It's just so funny. This could have easily been rewritten with just a few tweaks. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Harriet says everything, but don't leave any marks on him. Right. And to make sure he comes back. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's right. I still do. You'd be raising Cain if you had a wall out and nothing but a tarp to shelter you. Just don't let him dawdle because I want him back here as soon as possible. That alone. <laughs> it's it's just. <laughs> it's like the pool boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My husband doesn't seem to be quite as handy about repairs as your husband is. I beg to differ with you. Oh, no. All right. For a second, I thought Ma was wearing um, like a um, like a neckerchief around her neck, but it's her bonnet, and it's just fallen back. That's all. I've never seen her wear it around her neck like that. Oh, yeah. I have. Oh, times. really? I'm it's assuming it's pretty common, right? I mean, that we don't have to take it fully off. You, my dear, I think I'm very handy around the house. Oh. Well, then please explain to me, why did we hire Mr. Nelson in the first place? We didn't hire him, dearest. You did. Well, I had to. Nothing was getting done around here. The whole house was falling down around my ears. Well, I can't do everything at once. Oh, well, you can't do anything at once if the truth were known. What is that supposed to mean? Have a nice day. You should know what it means. I said it in English. Or don't you speak English anymore? I don't like to speak any language with you. Not that I get the chance very often. Well, you are great. Oh. <laughs> These two. 
I think they're going to make I, it, those kids. <laughs> yeah. I love them in this episode. <laughs> I, I love it when... I love the fact that they're willing to fight in front of anybody. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> care. <laughs> uh, and there's there's a certain level of comfort that um, I think that that translates to. Yes. I don't know if you have friends who are like that, who they'll just fight in front of you and it's like, I don't know. It's very uncomfortable usually. It's <laughs> never funny. It. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. The way I usually will interrupt that type of thing is like, you two should get a room. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like, I should introduce you guys to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But uh, yeah, I get very uncomfortable when people fight in front of me. Um. So, all right, so he's working on the house. He's putting, he's framing this room out. He's, it's like one afternoon and the place is already framed out. Yeah, he's a good worker. Strong. <laughs> yeah. We, don't, of course, don't see him doing much more than swinging a hammer. No. I, I'm just, it's funny because you have to think like, all right, they had a crew come in and build that for them. Yes. <laughs> Those poor guys who had to build, you know, the frame and <laughs> just kind of <laughs> Get to work. All right, it has to be done by tomorrow. Yes. But I hear Mary and Laura and Carrie are meeting this young, handsome man. Ms. Ingalls, that's quite a group of lovely ladies you got there. Pretty as am I. Right there. It's like, hold on. Pump the brakes. And Ma's going right forward. She's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, what? Just eating it up. Yeah. I'm like, this man. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Laura. Hi. And Carrie. Hi. Hi, Carrie. Very good. Well, Mr. Nelson, if we can come to terms, the answer is yes. Good. <laughs> I'd as soon wait till I'm finished <laughs> to come to terms, old man. Then whenever you're willing to pay is fine. That hardly seems fair. Got no needs, no family, no one to answer to. I work at my own pace and eat and sleep where I find myself. You'll eat with us. And you can sleep in that Saudi up there. There's a bed and extra blankets if you need them. A photograph of me. Yes. <laughs> There's a locket with my photo in it. You know, he could consider getting a job sometime. I mean, he's never going to get ahead if he just wanders the country <laughs> doing work for meals. You don't tell Chris Nelson how to live. All you right. don't, Suzanne. <laughs> Sorry. He's wild. He's not. He's untamed. He's like Liberace. He just hasn't met the right woman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obliged. Well, She's just beaming. We'll let you get back to work. And Carrie is in love, which yes. is just And I have to say, I I am very anti Carrie in the yeah. series. But I have to say Carrie is not especially annoying in this scene. <laughs> she has a nice smile, she's missing some teeth. And yeah. I'm I'm cool with Carrie here. Yeah, it's it's a carry. It's a light carry episode where it is. Um, so he's sitting in Pa's seat, and people are loving him. You may as well tell him to say, "I'm your Pa now." You know? Yeah, he's there. You know, he's fiddling. He's having <laughs> fun. Um, I'm gonna play some of his music. Okay, here's a big test. Let's see. And I see the twigs now in Carrie's um, corner, I guess, in her she litter looks, box. 
She always faces the twigs. But I thought it, I I've been calling them twigs, but I think it's this. I think it's the um, plaster lathe, which okay. I don't know how that works. I know it's in my walls here because my house is ninety five years old. But I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. So I need to look into it. They still could have finished it on the inside. No excuse. Right. It likes me. The only thing better um, here would be if they said, you're a better player than even Pa. That would be cool. That would be. Don't you find it odd how he's holding it? Yeah. like It's like somebody have... who's never held an instrument before. <laughs> right. Um, sometimes you'll but see no these. It seems to mind. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like when you see somebody trying to eat something they've never eaten before. Like you put like a lobster in front of an Orthodox man. It's like, I don't know how to eat this. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's just kind of like, I don't know. I guess you just hold it like this. But um, Chris Nelson knows how to do anything. He does. Um, He's dreamy. And, you know, right away, we have Mary's consensus. You know, Mary kind of chimes in right away. Good night. After a full belly. I like him. Mm-hmm. So, Me too. You know what, Ma? Mm-hmm. He said that he reckoned he's tasted the dust from every road in the country. He promised to tell us all about his adventures. I wish I could travel and have adventures. Seems to me a lonely sort of a life. <laughs> so she puts on her... Do you want to talk about what she's wearing? Because <laughs> I don't... Or did you... I'm sure you noticed. Yeah, she's got her hair down and she's got on. Isn't no, it not yet. Of- not yet. This is going, oh. you know, this is with the shawl. Oh, I'm not picturing it. Okay. <laughs> she's wearing a red shawl and I'm just, do you know this one? <laughs> no, I don't. Um, I just watched this less than an hour ago. If, I don't remember. Now, um, I, I noticed all of Ma's tricks. <laughs> Tricks. Okay. Yeah, these are tricks. This is okay. she's seducing the man. Womanly wild. <laughs> no, she she's wearing a crocheted shawl, and it's it's between it's like a burnish red, so it's okay. kind of like in between red and <clears throat> brown, I guess. So she goes and checks in on Chris. He's hammering away. He's like, "I'm gonna get this kitchen done for my girlfriend." <laughs> <laughs> Will you be my girlfriend? <laughs> you know, that type of thing. Quitting time? Mm-hmm. Give him away. You do very good work. Well, I do the best I can. Some are satisfied, some are don't. Actually, I'm just trying to match the work your husband did. I'd appreciate that. Al tells a lot about the people living in it. I can tell what kind of man your husband is by looking at his work, seeing you. He's a man who cares. You're very perceptive. Yeah, you gotta be, kind of life I live. You run into all kinds of people. You gotta get on with them. You just go from town to town, is that it? She kind of can't get past that. Are you catching, you know, it's it must be a lonely existence. He's so enthralled by his wild lifestyle. 
and his talks, his talk of, of some are satisfied, some are not. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's just a lifestyle that Caroline could never have gone. She couldn't have taken that path. Although no. she did take a kind of off the beaten path path. Yeah. <laughs> she did grow up with a little bit of money. And then it was like, then she was living in that shack and she was really getting crazy when, you know, yams were given for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was kind of sad. actually. I it think was back, crazy. It was right. I mean, a lot of people don't look at it that way, but I, I guess I do. And you do, I guess. I do. Well, and also the music here. Do you notice the music? Oh, it's it's perfect. It up the romance. Yeah. Whether it Man. is or not. Yeah. I like wandering. Seeing what's on the other side of the next hill. Up till now, I haven't found a place I'd like to nail my boots to the floor in. <clears throat> Say goodnight to you, Mr. Nelson. We know what we know what this is all about. Come on. What's she gonna think about when she goes to bed? She's gonna think about Chris. Ah, what? Very honest, I'm sure, but she's gonna think about how dreamy he is. <laughs> yeah, and um, this is the weirdest move. This is by far the weirdest move. Showing up to church with the handyman. Yes. And carries on his shoulders. The whole He's thing. watching Laura, and they're all so happy. I'm and gonna, notices. And I'm going to guess that he's wearing Paz clothes. Nobody talked about it, but he didn't have a set of nice clothes, right? No, he didn't have that little bow tie in his little knapsack. Come on. <laughs> Let's pause. Oh, boy. My. Cozy. No, 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 no. And we have Kezia hanging out with the Olsons, which I just don't see being a realistic scenario. <laughs> yeah. I don't either. I mean, look yeah. at their path. <laughs> Makes no sense. Unless Kezia is her, their slave at this point. <laughs> you remember that? Peter? No, that that happened else uh, a different period of time. Yeah. I think. I can't remember. I think that I thought the episode was after this one. With pretty sure the, it is. The monster. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Mr. Nelson. He's here. I don't believe you've met Mr. Nelson. He's finishing our kitchen. I do, ma'am. How nice to see that you're a churchgoer. <laughs> I am a good spells, ma'am. Oh. I do. Isn't it a beautiful day? Simply beautiful. Just like one of the family, isn't he? Well, I wouldn't mind having him in my family if I had a family. <laughs> if I had a family. Hey, is she still living like like six feet away from the church steps? Yeah, isn't she? Isn't her house like basically two stones? Yeah, like right next to the church. What did she do in that rainstorm? I don't know. She has to be living somewhere else. She was living outdoors, right? Yeah. Oh. But Mary overhears this, and... Uh-oh. I'd love him to be in my family if I had a family. <laughs> you can it's the see, worst. Yeah. You can see, like, the rage run up her spine. 
Is it, um, which one? Mary. Yeah. Like, she has that, what kind of hat would you call that? The kind of flat. Um, A little straw hat of some yeah, kind. Yeah. What do you call it? It's like an Amish hat almost. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> what those little Amish kids wear. It is. It is. With some ribbons hanging down. Country girls. So, <laughs> we have. So she's uh, it's starting to click in Mary's head because Mary's probably about thirteen here. She, I think she knows what monkey business is all about. I think she does too. Yeah. So we um that night I'm going to assume it's that night. We have a knock on the door, and it's Buck Rogers. Um, she and for the first time ever, I I'm going to go out on a limb and say this is. The only time this is ever going to happen on Little House in the Prairie, where somebody knocks on the door and they ask who it is before opening it. Who is it? Chris. Chris, who? I saw a light on. I hope I didn't disturb you. That's all right. I, 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 I can't let you in. Oh, I know. It's, it's, I understand. Uh, I can't let you in. Because I, I don't know what would happen. Yeah. It's inappropriate but, for him. In. All right. So all right, let's let's have the teenage movie scenario where the boy climbs up the side of the house and knocks on the window and you open it up to the girl that he's in love with. And she goes, I can't let you in. So it's like it's almost a method of courting, right? Right. I can't let you in. It just seems weird to me. Like, well, why do you think he wants to come in? You floozy. Yeah, just, just want to don't flatter yourself. I just wanted to see if you're making popcorn. <laughs> yeah, I brought some popcorn. Yeah, want to make popcorn? Just, oh, I'm a married woman. And her hair is down. And yeah, and Karen Grassley, Grassley looks completely different when her hair is down, right? She does. Um, now, what would you call this color of hair? I would call it um, like a light brown. Or uh, I, I think it's platinum. Really? I, I don't. Not blonde, though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it's gray or it. I don't know what it is. Maybe like a like an ash blonde or something. Yeah, I could see that. Not traditional blonde. But she looked she looks stunning here. I think I think when her hair is down, she not only looks totally different. She also looks modern to the viewer. So we right. immediately kind of think like, oh, well, she's not a bad looking woman. And <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we immediately, we feminize mom a little bit. Yes. And um, may, maybe she's no longer ma at this point. She's Caroline. She's Caroline and she's a woman. Yeah. And she's got her grandma, you know, outfit on and not letting men in. And she's whispering so not as to not wake her girls. I was just up brushing my hair. You must have heard that thousand strokes a day <laughs> oh my god isn't that um not jan brady marcia brady right yes yeah <laughs> i know my brady bunch you do i guess i should have waited till morning it's just until what happened with Ms. olsen this morning oh well now we don't know what happened right okay they that they did not witness so only mary heard that did mary blab to them i don't think so i don't think so either I just know they, that they were gone. Yeah. Just, um, I don't know. I don't really know what they're referencing exactly. Never mind about her. I'm used to her. I guess I'm not. 
you're so quiet at supper. I had nothing to do with Mrs. Olsen. Believe me. Are you sure? Now, this is also very forward <laughs> because it's like, I want to have this alone moment with you and discuss adult things. <laughs> very inappropriate for 1877. It really is. I think. Maybe not. get the house at all. Yeah. It just wasn't done. No. Go back to your Saudi. Yeah. Buck. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. I was just worried. Seems silly now. But no, this is the funniest part because it's like, all right, well, you're not letting me in. You're fine. What can I say to make this? Um, let me just kind of butter the bagel. You worried about <laughs> or, like or what would you butter? I don't know. Say yeah, butter make it bagel. less awkward. Yeah. But also kind of throw in a little bit of a flirt, I think. Yeah. It's a big thing out of it. I don't think it's silly to worry about other people's feelings. to get some sleep. See you in the morning. You look different. What? You look different. <laughs> I think it would be funny if you, as he was walking away, go, I love you. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it's your hair. That's what's different. <laughs> I was just brushing it. It's beautiful that way. And Mary overhears this little, um, I don't know what this is. It's this uncomfortable this, moment that you don't want to hear your mother having. Right. It's awkward. <laughs> it, this interlude. Now, why is Mary on that side of the bed? Oh, is that That's not common? No, she's never on that side. You know why? She needs to have an ear to the door. <laughs> yeah. We got to change our normal behavior to suit this situation. The next day at school, um, here's another fun little thing is Carrie's in school at this point. I'm, yeah. I don't know why I find that. I don't know. It just, it didn't click until now, actually, that I don't remember her being mm-hmm. in school. I don't think it happened until the fourth season, because if you look at Little Girl Lost, she was, she wasn't in school at that time. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Because they came home with the assignment, right? Right. Come on, dumb kid. Fall down <laughs> the air vent. Yes. You know, everybody thinks that it is a well that she falls into. You probably it's, heard this, right? I did, yeah. But it is definitely, it's a ventilation shaft. But I think it's, uh, have you ever heard of the Mandela effect? <laughs> yes. I think it's a Mandela effect because I do remember there being an episode where she falls down a well. And of course people say, well, no, what you're remembering is baby Jessica, right? In the no. real life thing. You're, you're too, you're not that young. <laughs> um, I don't think you would, conf- I think that happened later in your life. When did baby Jessica happen? Probably like 87. Oh, maybe. Hard to say. I, I, I grew up very late. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. But I, I don't know. I think maybe there was another story that I combined it with then. Yeah. L- okay. L- combining stories. I used to think when I was little that the love boat capsized and oh, like, 
it turned completely over and people were fighting to get their way out, I confused it with a Poseidon adventure. Wow. That's a big. I thought it was the love boat. So. That's a really, really, that's really combining two things (laughs) that have nothing to do with each other. So in reruns, I would wait for that episode. (laughs) It's like they're going to Alaska. This is going to be it because they're going to hit an iceberg. Yes. (laughs) The love boat. Yeah, I, I used to love the love boat. Yeah, um, me too. I even watched it in this in the weird syndication run that they had where they would re-edit the episodes. Do you remember this at all? Um, this was like a late 80s thing that they were doing, or maybe early 90s. They would turn the episodes into 30-minute episodes. I never saw those. Yeah, I, I want to see if I can dig them up somewhere. I don't know even know who aired them. But, you know, they would have like an episode of the Jeffersons and then the Love Boat and then another episode of Jeffersons. Well, it'd be easy enough to do to separate the different storylines. That's all they did. Yeah. yeah. Like, but um, it was always kind of strange. And, the, and Fantasy Island, I always loved. Me too. Mr. Rourke. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mar- Ricardo Montalban. Yes. I loved him when I was a child. Yeah. He's uh, he's right up there with Pa. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'd say Ricardo Montalban is the type of guy to like go, hey, let's go on my jet. Yes. Michael Landon was more like, hey, let's go and. Smoke cigarettes. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, um, all right. Here, next day, they're sitting under a tree with their tin pals of delicious food that mom made. Spreading it all out between each other. And um, all of a sudden, monkey business gets discussed. Yeah. When the cat's away, the mice do play. Isn't that what mother said? Yeah. What's it mean? I don't know. Do you know what that means, Mary? What? No, I'm sure you wouldn't. You're too young. Well, what's it mean? Shut up. I'll bet your mother knows. What's she talking about? Nothing. Just eat your lunch. Some folks call it monkey business. I know what that is. It's when a monkey goes... Shut up. (laughs) I'll bet even Mary knows what monkey business is. Don't you, Mary? Think hard. Monkey business. Monkey business, monkey business, monkey business. And Mary gives her a right hook that was the fakest hit of all time. Oh, it was. And the sound effect is even there. But it was awesome because we never see Mary. Maybe three times we've seen this kind of behavior from Mary. Yeah, Mary has had, Mary is not having it. (laughs) Now, this is where she's, she's broken. She's a different woman right here. She's a young lady right here. She is. And she is not in the mood. So listen, just listen to her tone. It's just crazy. I think she actually scared Laura. What'd you hear for? Never mind. Well, if you don't tell me, I'll tell Mom, then you'll have to tell her. Don't you dare. I will if you don't. You have to swear not to say a word about it. Cross my heart, hope to die, stick a needle in my eye. Like, that was an easy convincing, right? It was. <laughs> it was kind of like, I'm going to kill you if you don't. That Mrs. Olson. I can just hear. Now, this is great. This is very, very not characteristic of this of this young lady, I think. And by the way, let's also kind of talk about the stick a needle in my eye <laughs> type of situation. Yeah. To a girl who's going to go I, blind. Was that? Oh, that's... <gasps> 
Oh my goodness, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I'm going to play it again just because. Yeah. I will if you don't. You have to swear not to say a word about it. Cross my heart, hope to die, stick a needle in my eye. What'd you say? <laughs> That's terrible. It really is. Was that phrase even used then? I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, I'm kind of curious as well. I wonder if monkey business was used. Yeah, monkey business. No, it's you have to say it three times, like back, Candyman. Back in, okay, don't, whoa, you can't say Candyman three times. Whoa, I just said Monkey it business, monkey business. <laughs> um, so back in these days, you could probably order a monkey in the mail, right? I, I you bet could, you could from the I, catalog. You could do that, and even up until like think the 1960s, you could order a monkey. That's sad. It is sad, but at the same time, kind of awesome. Yeah. Um, if I was a dumb kid. Which I was. I was a dumb kid, but I never ordered the monkey. Okay. I could have been the ultimate dumb kid if I had my own <laughs> monkey. But I, I think I think this is a great scene with Nellie because it it's, exemplifies her relationship with Willie very well. He just follows along. He gets roped in. Yeah. And he'll try to back her up, but he's kind of inept at it. And Carrie's just sitting there going like, I have to pee. You know, like yeah. she's unaware that anything is even going on. <laughs> she always has to pee. <laughs> so um, I love the mockery um, right here. I, I just, like I said before, it's not very characteristic of Mary. That Don't you, Olsen. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't you think it's a strange thing for Mrs. Olson to have talked with Nellie about or discussed in front of her? I can imagine her saying a lot of mature things because she probably thinks, oh, you are going to have to learn it anyway because men are terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Just look at your father. Don't grow up to be a man like that, Willie. Uh, Poor (laughs) Nels. I can just hear. If you ask me, there's some monkey business going on there. Well, what's that supposed to mean? I don't know. Then why'd you hit her? Because I felt like it. Oh. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. Now that is crazy to me. This is a wild Mary. Yeah, this is Mary who's like on crystal meth or something. Like you something's wrong. <laughs> like you've, you're different. <laughs> you've changed. Out of control. Yeah, this is where she, she's running with the wrong crowd now. <laughs> she's just not... She went away to California for summer and she came back and she's all wrong. Yeah. She needs to go to boot camp is where she needs to go. Uh, You know, it would probably straighten her out a little bit. Somebody needs to. (laughs) So we're back at the little house and it's just these two crazy adults. And Chris, what what does he fall off the roof or something? He has some type of weird accident. I just knocked the wind out of myself. No, you're hurt. It's just a scratch. Don't bother with it. And she goes, take off all your clothes and come on inside. <laughs> Let me see. That's no scratch. Now you come inside and take your shirt off. It's not worth fussing with. Besides my own fault, I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. Please, Mr. Nelson. Look, I told you, answer easier to Chris. All right. Do as I say, Chris. <laughs> the music. <laughs> She's acting like Mary. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, ma'am. Even this, even this version of Carolyn, where it's kind of like the, um, the lecturing, the, um, 
I don't know. There's, there's something about the way she's being with him that is just not, she's way too comfortable around him. Maybe she is. And she's pretty forceful. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I don't think she would be like that. I don't think so either. Uh, if I'd known I was going to get all this attention, I'd have fallen the first day. Very funny. You always wear your hair up like that? Uh-huh. Looked mighty pretty last night. Down and spilling over your shoulders. Not that it looks bad now, mind you. It's just that I'm partial to it down and loose, I guess. <laughs> loose indeed. But um, <laughs> the bottom line is she should say right away what you're saying is inappropriate. It's 1877 after all. But they are alone in there together and he probably smells like aqua velva. <laughs> Yes. And again, the music, it's just. Yeah, it's really setting it up. It really is. Well, it wouldn't be very practical working around here with it like that. I mean, it'd be very practical, but it sure would be pretty to look at. Do you have another shirt? The one I wore to church. Well, I'm going to have to wash and mend this one for you. So he did have a shirt, actually. I was he wrong. Did. Wow. He did. All right, all right. You can ruin a child. You're about his size. Well, there's no cause to do that. Well, I'm about it. I may as well do the rest of your laundry. Now, look, I can do my own mending and my own laundry, all right? Thank you very much. Don't argue with me. She does the teapot where she puts her hand on the waist. Yes. <laughs> it's just, pots. Yeah, and he's like, he's loving it because we, we learn nothing about his character. But if we have to kind of guess, we'll we'll have to guess that he... Probably messed up in a relationship somewhere down the road. Right? Right. I agree. Yeah. And he has a lot of regrets for that. And he maybe even sees that relationship in Caroline. It's just crazy. But he's he's commenting on her. It's her. He's obsessed with her hair. Maybe he should just cut off some of it and then, you know, (laughs) Yeah, you what you do is you get yeah, Yeah. you get that locket with the picture of her and you put the little bit of hair and you can smell it sometimes. Yes. Smell like um ivory soap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Probably. I don't know what they would use for soap back then. Some type of lie. Right. Yes, ma'am. There's a lot of that. Yes, ma'am. You're like he's in love with this girl. Woman. Totally. So she gives him Pa's shirt, which, who made the shirt? Mary made oh the shirt. And, and So it's a poor choice of shirt. Why would you choose the shirt that Mary made? <laughs> I mean, she must really hate Mary. Well. I think so. And they're calling him Uncle Chris, which I think is Which is odd. Yeah. He might pause a shirt just like that. Mary made it for him. I do want to mention, this is a couple weeks down the road. You know, we don't notice that um, right away, I think. Yeah, it it doesn't, it's hard to tell how much time has passed, but I think you're right. Well, when Pa comes back, it's been already a couple weeks. Right. So... I think I'm pretty sure it's coming. I think the next. Oh, I'm gonna let this play out. Well, it's Mary. I'm owing for the one on my back. Why are you wearing it? 
Well, it's kind of a long story, but if you're willing to listen while I work, I'll be glad to tell you. Sure. So Mary runs inside, and we have... <laughs> we have a smackdown. And I can't believe she talks to her mother like this. Yeah, Mary has a, um, a quote-unquote tone. Hello, Mary. How was school today? Why is he wearing Pa's shirt? What? I want to know why he's wearing the shirt I made for Pa. Yes, he fell and tore his and got blood on it. Now, suppose you tell me why you're using that tone of voice. Why are you scrubbing his underwear right now in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> we eat here. Sorry. She's not sorry. What? Yeah, she's not sorry. She's just sorry that you're mad. Exactly. And she says, apology accepted. Which is, you don't want to know where this is coming from. Accepted. Now, what happened today to put you in this mood? I guess. Nothing. Nothing. Come now, something must have happened. Nothing happened. Drop it, Ma. Yeah. So... (laughs) She even, they basically come up with some kind of silly story. About right. What happened. Nothing happened. Don't you think Ma takes this pretty lightly, though? I, You know, you'd think in the real world she would have gotten backhanded or something. Listen, when you're in love, like Ma is, <laughs> <laughs> everything just kind of rolls off your back. You don't even care anymore. Right. <laughs> so Pa's home. Pa comes home. And we see um, Nelson in the background with his hammer, and he's kind of like, ah, I was so close. Yes. Oh, Charles, I'm glad you're back. Oh, Polly missed you so much. Can you stay? Yes. Oh, one at a time, one at a time. Hold on a minute. I want to take a look and see how the handyman's coming along. His name is Uncle Chris. He made me a dancing man. Is that right? I heard that took 65 takes. Probably so. They're all groveling. Even the dog, even, is that, I never know which was which. I think that's Bandit. Um, Even Bandit's out there to welcome him home. It's crazy. Although when I come home, both of my dogs are like freaking out. Yeah. Always a nice. Yoki. Yeah, Yoki and Toodles. Yoki is so cute. Yoki is great. I love him. I've never seen Toodles. Really? Um. You know, Yoki's fully white. He's a white, white Maltese. And um, Toodles is a jet black miniature poodle. Oh, oh my God. We both have miniature poodles. Oh, really? You have a mini- I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, do you do the poodle cut? Oh, yeah. You Sometimes do- in the summer. Yeah. Um, I don't know what we're going to do right now because both of my dogs need to be cut. They need oh. um to be groomed and we can't find anyone. We usually have somebody come to the house and he has kind of um, a van type of setup. Yes. And, you know, it's like he is like the dog whisperer. And not to oh. go into a whole story, I'm sure you go through your own stuff with um, these dogs because they're, you know, especially Poodle, um, they're very unique dogs. And you need to find the right people to work with right. them, right? Yes, um, I agree. Now, Toodles goes with the flow. He's just like, eh, you know what, whatever you're going to do, you're going to do as long as you're not um, having me fixed. Um, <laughs> and Yoki grew up not being brushed for the first two years of his life. Um, and we rescued him like that. And he was like a big dreadlock when we got him. Aww. So, yeah, he he's even now he's about 11 years old now. 
And he, I'm going to say he's gotten like 10% better since we got him, but he hates being brushed. He hates the entire action of it. Um, Just because he never had it, you know, he doesn't know what you're doing. And when we had him shave for the first time, oh my, because they had to shave him. Thankfully, Mm -hmm. it didn't pull on his coat. You know, I mean, thankfully, the coat didn't pull on his skin and cause any problems. But you know what these dogs are like. I mean, um, with the poodles and their curly hair, it gets nasty after a while. Right. Um, I know. Yeah, I'll send you a picture of Toodles. Um, Okay. I just brushed him out. He looks like a 1970s, like, um, like he's got like a huge afro and everything. He's just, (laughs) you know, really crazy. But um, wait, do you have one dog and a cat? I have one dog and one cat. Yes. I used to have two poodles, but one passed away. So. Ah, what was um, what was the other poodle's name? Um, Georgia. Georgia. I, I forget your dog's name. I know. I always see the picture, but I just can't. Yeah. Cricket. Cricket. <laughs> We've chose the fun. I didn't choose Toodles, by the way. That was um, something totally different. That was a niece choosing that. Um. All right, back to 1877. <laughs> but yeah, wait, do you cut your dog's hair at all, ever? No. You know not to, right? Because it's kind of scary. It's scary. I don't want to cut her skin or accidentally do something. And it's not going to look good if I do it, so. Well, with my Maltese, he I'm, I'm going to say he is another two weeks before his hair begins to clump. Yeah. And I have to do something. So yeah. I'm just not really sure what to do. Toodles... Any minute now, he's, he's going to start. It's going to get bad. So what I was thinking about doing is just putting him in the bath mm-hmm. and just start cutting. Like it's yeah. just going to look terrible. We have a I'm, buzzer and everything, but they both freak out as soon as you turn it on. Right. I'm lucky because Cricket's getting done this weekend. So. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, being in New York, everybody's, you know. Yeah. They're basically, you know, the boy in the plastic bubble around here. Um, yeah. I can only I mean, get it's Travolta. Not funny, but it, it kind of is. Oh no! I, I, I reference not the situation. Yeah, well, I think the situation is a little funny. Yeah. No, not at all. But <laughs> it's, <laughs> but it's um, it is crazy that I can't even find somebody to groom my stupid dogs. Um, yeah. Wait, wait. This is where we have to see how the difference in prices, like New York prices versus uh, I'm Michigan. I, I forget where you are. Wisconsin. Why do I think Michigan? Wisconsin. Uh-huh. That's right. I always. Um, wh- what do you pay for a groom? I have to know. $40. Oh, come on. We pay literally double. Really? Yeah, I pay with, you know, we pay a total. Actually, no, I think it's more. Um, yeah, it's, it's $85 per dog. Oh, my goodness. Now, if I go to Petco, I can get it for, done for 75 I think. But they do. Oh, my God. They're really mean and everything. They're terrible with my dog. Yeah. And one and Yoki came home with fleas once. And I was just really you know, annoyed about that, of course. Oh, I bet. And, um, and they tried to say I brought him in with fleas. I'm like, no. Like, no. I just, yeah. I'm like, two dogs, one has fleas. All right. Like, come on. Um, but, yeah, it's like, um. Wow, that's a big difference. Yes. <laughs> 40 bucks. It's almost worth driving to Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> you might come out ahead. Because the gas prices are really low right now. They are. I would. I bet you I could, for the same amount of money, I bet you I could do a road trip with the right car. You know, if I can yeah, find a car probably. with like 50 miles a gallon or something. 
Like the Geo Metro from 1996. All right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's. Can't believe you pay that much. Me that's either. Terrible. You think I, <laughs> I'm not happy oh, about it. Um, it's really my wife's money, but, um, it's, oh. but it, yeah, we have to do it like three times a year. And it's like, that's a lot of money. Oh, you should have lied. <laughs> you should have told me 80. <laughs> you should have said 120. It would have made me feel a little bit better. Yeah. But that's Long Island. That's, you know, that's what it's like to live here. That's why it's so wonderful. Yes. We're the epicenter of everything, right? Um, I can't wait to move. I'm moving to Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah. You're laughing. I'm I'm totally not kidding. All right. So pause home. All right. Thank we're God coming in. Home. They grovel. Oh, they love him, but he's just like, you know, I'm going to pick up a sandwich and get out of here. I'm basically just coming by to pick up some clean socks. Well, good work, Char. Pa, how long can you stay? Just hello and goodbye. Got another shipment to take out this afternoon. Hey, look at here. You know, I hate to admit it, but I think he's a better carpenter than I am. Oh, we have to go back, Pa. Yeah, we got a deadline, darling. So, yeah, they're really upset about this, and of course they are. Mary even goes right to Pa and just... Not really trying to convince him to stay, but I think maybe trying to guilt him or something. I don't really know what the whole point of this little I, thing I, is. I feel like she's pleading with him um, to stay just because she's serious. She needs to fix this situation. Yeah. yeah. What do you think of new kitchen? All right. Hey, what's the matter? I don't want you to go. I want you to stay here. Nelson's mean to me. <laughs> That's all you have to say, and he'll punch him out. Oh, uh, absolutely. Look, I want to stay, but I got to work. Sorry, what? Tell him the truth. Just say, "Hey, the handyman's in love with Ma. I think uh, you got to stay." I don't know, but that was already tried. You know, I'm going to play that clip. Um, yeah, I'm going to go right to that because you know, as soon as he came into town, who knew he was coming into town? Mrs. Olson. You'll never guess who told me you had somebody helping you out here. Mrs. Olson. Right. She came running out of the store when I rode into town. Told me he's about my age, good-looking guy, and you were treating him just like one of the family. What'd you say? Well, I told her thank you very much for easing my mind. Did you say anything about me? Um, did you say anything about us holding hands? Did he mention my hair? <laughs> exactly. Oh, Biddy thought she was going to make me jealous. So, I mean, I think what's really kind of coming through here is that Ma kind of wishes he was jealous a little, which. Oh, she does. Which, you know, it's a terrible petty thing, but you kind of get it. You know, it's just. I just miss you. I'm getting missed an awful lot on this trip. You're always missed. Always miss you. I got to go to work. The whole thing, it's getting kind of sad at this point. It really is. Um, now, Ma goes and finds Gil Gerard and <laughs> kind of, I don't know, scolds him a little bit. That was kind of strange. It is odd. Just the, her tone and everything. I just thought, like, didn't you hear me calling you? But, you know, um, 
he acts so guilty by hiding. Yeah, and he's all like pissed off and everything. I know. I don't need this. Chris? Chris, where were you? Around. Didn't you hear me call you? Charles wanted to meet you. Especially to thank you for your fine work. Yeah, well, I'm glad he was pleased. Excuse me. Why'd you stay away? What's wrong? I've been around families enough to know when an outsider isn't wanted. You're not an outsider. What is that? Like, where is this all coming from? Of course he's an outsider. Right. <laughs> what is she saying? Right. It's been 14 days. <laughs> you know. This is not my house and not my family. But it could be. If you want it to be. Just look at my hair again. It'd be funny if they turned back and her hair's down. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be. Oh, it's more visual. But yeah, she's just you know, kind of like, what's going on with this guy? Starting to see, um, thinking like, what kind of monkey business can we, you know, my husband's not going to be coming back for a while. Yeah. Trouble with the boyfriend already. Really? You know, it's like he just, you know, the problem with my boyfriend is he just doesn't communicate. <laughs> I'm making fun of it, but a lot of people probably take this a little too seriously. I but, know. Um, but that's all right. Um, let's see. They're sitting by the creek, and he feels a little bit guilty for yelling at her. He should. Yeah, he should. He, he was kind of a jerk. And, you know, she is her... It, I'm sorry, she is his employer. So you really can't be that obnoxious. So she's just by the creek, and here they are, a little bit of a dialogue. That background noise again. But then again, it is a little tiny waterfall, at least. I guess that is foolish. I don't think it is. I just think it shows you're not the kind of man you thought you were. You don't like wandering as much as you say. Never bothered me before. Besides, who'd want to settle down with me anyway? Now, this is like the, you know, in a lot of movies, we've seen this scene. And this is where it's like, I would, (laughs) you know, that type. Exactly. It's strangely intimate, this conversation, even though it's not Mm -hmm. intimate, but there's just an, I mean, the level of um, intensity. Yes. It's Mm. it's so intense and so personal that you almost feel like you're intruding by watching it. You know, it really, it's also, it's like two 16 year olds who are in love, who um, just can't be with each other because of whatever reason. And they're just awkward and they don't know how to deal with that. You know, that's kind of what I'm getting from these two. And it's kind of cute in a weird, in a very creepy way that you're not supposed to accept. But I, I almost can see these two being a couple. Right. <laughs> and it's probably exciting for Carolyn. I mean, her yeah. her life doesn't have a lot of variance in it. I mean, yeah, think about it. You know, you're living in Walnut Grove. How many like hunky men are coming by? Not too many. You know, Nels is sometimes giving her a glance. And, Ooh, Nels. 
Doc, you know, he does have, you know, his own business. Uh, yeah, not Doc. <laughs> no, not Doc. But he does have a quite a head of hair. Um, right. <laughs> but, you know, who, Hanson? <laughs> um, the weird Swede? You know, you don't... <laughs> the weird Swede. I love it. <laughs> um, the rich Swede. He's, a, you know, he's he's the guy with the money. But, he is. Uh, but there's really not... You know, you have Pa. You know, Pa's like basically the eye candy of Walnut Grove. He really is. He's the most beautiful man in Walnut Grove. Uh, of, ta- of, of Township. What do they call it? I forget. The um, Hero Township. Yeah, Hero Township. And that's why he does so well. You know, and that's why everyone mm-hmm. knows who he is, even when he goes to like Mankato. Yeah. Okay, let me help you with this. No, I can manage. No, well, I'm still the man of the house. She's slip. Oh, exactly. Ow. That's so fake. Like, what is this in your pocket? Oh, it's popcorn for later. <laughs> Thank and you. Mary comes um, sashaying in. Perfect timing. Sans yeah. her sisters. Yeah, thinking like, maybe I'll give him another chance. I almost went for a swim. Wouldn't do in this weather, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Wouldn't do in this weather? To go Beautiful. for a swim. Beautiful. But it's, it's warm weather, so I don't know. Not that funny. Here, let me carry that. Gracious. Here, let me have that one, too. Thank you. It's a very visual scene, but we're, Mary is just like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Right. You know, when I see Mary standing there by having come around the corner of the barn, I feel like she, I picture her as Sissy Spacek and Carrie, you know? It's the same kind of music. (laughs) They've crossed the line. The wagon's going to flip and burst into flames. Yeah. But here's the thing is two minutes later, (laughs) we are confronting Gil Gerard now. Um, Mary sneaks out of the house wearing this long coat, right? I guess it's chilly out. I think it was a robe. But her hair is down. <laughs> it's it's the same robe she wore in the hospital. Is it a robe? Um, Wait, hold on. Let me just bring this up. I think it's a robe. I just need to. She goes to the Saudi, knocks on the door. Oh, yeah, it is a robe. All right. For some reason, I was thinking it was a long coat. Can I ask a question about the Saudi? Yeah. Okay, why don't they rent that thing out for extra money? Um, person might eat all their onions and potatoes. Yeah, I suppose so. I wish I had a Saudi. Oh, no, there'd be so many spiders. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I was talking to um, Kim Layer about that because Kim has, her and her husband have a bit of a, a bit of property in Florida. And Uh they kind of live that homestead life that I think we all kind of wish we did sometimes. And, you know, she, um, she has the property to kind of build a proper Saudi. So I'm kind of tempted to push her to do it. <laughs> I just think it would be, she should recreate the Ingalls Saudi. That would be so cool. Yeah, maybe even hand make the baskets. <laughs> wow. But, um, I, I think she has an, a small building off of like the regular house that is maybe for storage. But I don't think it's a proper Saudi. 
you got to have a Saudi. <laughs> you look, in America these days, you have a Saudi. Long Island, I don't yeah. think you're allowed to have a Saudi. I think it's <sighs> called a bomb shelter here. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and they're underground. But that's kind of what this looks like. I mean, well, stones. You know, Get into the hill. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of, you hate spiders, apparently. So I you do. wouldn't like it. So. But no. I, but some people actually have the um, the dugout floor, so they have the basement. Right. Like in Myelin, remember? Yeah. Technology in the eighteen in the nineteenth century. So, so she leaves the house. She's not telling anybody. I'm going to go to this man's uh, where he's staying. Clearly, single man. Who? God knows anything about him. And I'm right. going to just kind of go there without anyone knowing I'm going there with my hair down and confront him. It's completely inappropriate. I I think that this could be totally misconstrued very quickly. Yeah. If I was in that situation, I would not let this girl come into the Saudi. And I think she knows it's inappropriate, but it it is a testament to the level of her rage over the situation that she'll just march up there and tell him off. Now, is her hair down because Ma's hair was down? I think it's, she or, was she was wearing it down at this point. Yeah, but it's just, I don't know, there's something about it just makes me think that there's some symbolism there, maybe. Maybe I'm reading too far into Little House in the Prairie with this episode. I want to speak to you. Sure, come on in. Don't fight her. Want a drink? Like I'm waiting for this. Like, do you like red wine? <laughs> red red wine. My lady must be awful important. It is. Now another thing is he even closes the door behind her. Yeah. Not going like, anywhere what would you now. Do that, man? Leave that door open. Oh my god. Yeah, like Bad you know what? Step outside. How about just step outside? Yeah. Why don't we step? Because the Saudi has that little porch on the front. Yeah. Let's step out. You don't close the doors. What you? That's the yeah. wrong wrong thing. I'm listening. He's even like, "Well, I'm listening. I'm listening." Yeah. I want you to go. But very well lit in this. Saudi. <laughs> they have yeah. a lot of light. Yeah. One lantern. Yeah, one lantern. Everybody is shadow going everywhere. I want you to leave here and never come back. I don't understand. Yes, you do. No, Mary, I don't. You love my mother, don't you? I'll know her well enough if I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day she can learn to love me. Mary, I... Uh... Just answer my question. You love my mother. Mary, your, your mother's a fine woman. You don't have to tell me about my mother. Just answer my question. That, I think, is one of the oldest. Like, that's a good line. You know, like, you don't have to tell me. Wow. Like, that's. It's a good example of the background noise. Yes. You hear it all? I'll be gone by morning. And that's it. He's defeated, you know. He uh, is. I think he's been down this road before, maybe. You'd think he'd deny it, though. 
Yeah, like she really loved her. I also find it odd that she would talk to an adult like this. But Yeah, I mean I think she's even surprised. Right. Like she's like the first person first adult to take Mary seriously. Yeah. Um, so the next day, um Mary's out doing her chores. Mary, come on in and clean up. It's time for breakfast. Ma! Ma! What is it? Uncle Chris is gone. His clothes, his tools, everything. But that doesn't make sense. He wouldn't go. He never said a word. I haven't even paid him. Score? <laughs> like, what do <are> you... <laughs> Free work. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, what are, you, what are you complaining about? No, but, uh, of course, this is all very strange. Um... And Ma's very upset because, you know, she probably had plans with him or something. She confronts Mary and asks, why did you ask my boyfriend to leave? Exactly. Quite the smackdown. Yeah. Did you see Chris this morning? No, ma'am. He's gone. He just packed up his things and left. Well, no matter. We don't need him around here anyway. I'll be back soon. Mary? Mary, you weren't surprised he was gone, were you? I've got to get finished here. You'll finish after we talk. You knew he was gone. Yes. Well, then why didn't you say something? I didn't know he was that important to you. <laughs> That's what I was like, what? It's just like, I, I was expecting a little bit of a slap. Right. Just a minute, young lady. Why are you speaking to me like this? Because I saw you. That's why. Tommy, the two of you together by the creek holding each other. Mary. Mary. I didn't tell Laura. Now he's gone and it's over. I <laughs> would ever think that I... That he loves you. He does, you know. He does and so do I. I asked him last night and he couldn't deny it. Do you see anything else about me? <laughs> exactly. Did mention my hair? Like, uh, where are you... What did he say exactly? Yeah. <laughs> like but, all you know, sudden, it's funny. She thinks she's going to tell her mom when it's over. Like, yeah. Like, early. you don't get to decide when it's over. Apparently she does, though, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> she did She did take control of the situation. She did. That's why he's gone. Yes. Yes, I'm glad. I never want to see him again. Now <laughs> you listen to me. He's, he's your new paw. <laughs> I don't care what you say. He's coming back here. Yes. What do they do? You call him dad. That's daddy to you. Right. That's your new paw. You call him paw now. What do you do in a situation like this? You run after him, right? <laughs> Bizarre to me. I was so mean to him. I was wrong and I hurt him. Whoops. My time is off. Sorry. Maybe we can go after him, ask him to come back. If you see him, Mary, tell him my hair is down. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell him I'm sorry. It was all a mistake. You want to? Please. Can you try? So he's just a mile down the road, but he didn't get too far. He really didn't. Well, and this is one of the few times when you see her driving. Yeah. Um, 
I guess Gil Gerard was driving to church, right? Yep. Now they're both in love with them. <laughs> Sorry about last night. I... <laughs> Again, it, it can be taken out of context. <laughs> yeah, it sounds awful. I said things. Sorry. We'd like you to come back. Is that a parrot in the back? If you will. <laughs> no, I am. Uh, I'm a wandering man. Two weeks in one place is like a lifetime for me. Because of me, isn't it? Yeah. No, child. <laughs> it's just me. Time for me to be moving on, that's all. We still owe you for your work? Wink, wink. You don't know me. You don't know me. Room and board and the chance to get to know you all, that's payment enough. Where you go now? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll try to find me a woman like your mom. Again. That's just unnecessary. This man. So, yeah, I mean... Ma's always going to be in love with him, I think. It's just right. not going to ever, ever end. But I will say, Charles redeems himself. He does. He, you know what? He's a busy guy. You know, he's doing a lot for his family, right? He works hard. Doesn't always have time to enjoy yeah. a good bowl of popcorn. No. So here he, here he comes home again. Everybody. Oh, hey, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I'll hug everybody in a second. I got an inch of dirt on me. The road was so dusty. Just wash up. Where's his new kitchen, huh? Hey, it's looking good. He's doing a nice job. Where is he? He's gone. Oh, when will he be back? He won't. He he uh, had uh, something he had to do. And her hair is down and blown out. <laughs> yes. They're very Farrah Fawcett. It is. <laughs> it really is. I think Farrah Fawcett had a color like that. In one of those famous one of those famous posters, I think I was too young to be seeing that my one of my brothers had. Oh, everyone! Oh, well. Yeah, everyone. Finish it up. Hey, Nelson, the new sink came in. He'll fetch it out here tomorrow. I got two full weeks to finish up the job. And no, thanks, darling. I'm not doing any good here. I think I'm gonna go wash up right in the creek. Just jump in. So he walks right by Ma, whose hair is down, and you can just tell like she has that same look of. Um, from the beginning, where she's kind of getting annoyed. She is. Now, she, her hair is down and all of that stuff, but Mary's still in her full school outfit. I don't know what time of the day or night this is. It is hard to tell. Yeah. But Pa's got his suspenders down already. <laughs> he's, he's always got them down. <laughs> really going to make it the long they're going to be in it for the long haul I think they are 
this is a fun episode, I think. It um, is. It people was get one upset. bothered me when I was younger, though. Oh, really? Did it? Yeah, because what, it scared me how angry Mary was. Mm. I and now I watch it and I think, okay, it's not scary at all. Why did that scare me when it aired? <laughs> yeah, I think we do get to see a side of Mary that that we dislike even more. <laughs> now I like this part of Mary. I think this is one of the few times you can. She's humanized and she's angry and she's. I really think that they were trying to develop a character that was a little bit more rambunctious and like a little spunkier. Right. But it just didn't happen. It just, yeah. it all, I don't know. These ran with the spunkiness of um, Nellie. Right. I do think that the, that season four is a good buildup with these episodes with her getting angry and mm-hmm. dealing with lots of different emotions. They're a good buildup to the season finale. Yeah. Well, what was the season finale for season four? You know, I'll be waving as you drive away. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, things go dark, literally, literally. Um, yeah. Oh. But um, all in all, this I think a lot of people they look at season four as one that has a lot of episodes that they really really enjoy. I'm just gonna yes. look. At... Then there's some duds in here. There are a lot of castoffs, you know. Like, yeah, I... But my Ellen, my Ellen is one of my favorite episodes. Actually, I just it's, think it's, it's so a dark. Yeah. yeah, it is very dark. I like the I like dark episodes. I and think. Believe it or not, um, my Ellen was right before the handyman. Was it? Yeah, it was. Um, literally, yeah, it was the third episode. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just I don't know. I always think it's funny. Like if you look at um, the timeline, kind of linearly, uh-huh. you see, like, well, your daughter was just kidnapped, <laughs> <laughs> and now. All you're really worried about is a kitchen and the right. handyman. They recover so quickly. Yeah. I'm just, and I'm they looking. allow themselves to dream so big. And also the cost of being right, which is what we were going to review earlier. Right. Um, you know, what's weird about the high cost of being right. Uh, it's the second time their barn burns down, right? It is. And on top of it, the mother dies in a fire. There's so right. much fire in the Garvey's existence. It really is. Um, yeah, I yeah, I really think that somebody was asleep at the switch, allowing their barn to burn down twice like that. Yeah. And one went to trial. <laughs> right. But, you know, I'm looking here. There are a lot of winners in this season uh, and a lot of ones I've kind of forgotten. Um, mm-hmm. The Stranger. I think The Stranger is one of these. Um, I don't know if you remember that one. Uh, yeah. That one's a decent episode. Um, but it really is. I enjoy that one. Yeah, Be My Friend, which was interesting. Um, I'm, not a, I don't, I'm not a fan of that one, but oh, no? it's, not, it's not a clunker. But I, Whisper Country. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that That's one's a good me. one. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Here Come the Brides. I love Here yeah. Come the Brides. Meet Me at the Fair, which was back-to-back. I didn't realize yeah. that until now. Um, the Fighter, which is, a, I think, mm-hmm. a pretty good one. The High Cost of Being Right. Right. Um, the wolves, which I, which we just reviewed actually just two weeks ago. Yes. Um, bop, bop, bop. and the handyman, of course, my Ellen, which is great. Times of change, which I think is a great episode. It really is, but not castoffs. I think castoffs is a weak episode. I'm not a fan of that myself. <laughs> but there's a lot of solid episodes for season four. So, 
I have to, I'm going to make a list finally of all the episodes we have not done. And we're just going to get a million of them done, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, Susanna, hopefully you take the time to come back on here and do some more of this. Even though I want this whole pandemic to end, I don't want the access of of people having the time to record to end. <laughs> oh, sure. I will always make time. Awesome. I really appreciate that. episode. <laughs> but yeah, let's... um. Well, I'm going to stop the recording now, but let's discuss our next okay. recording session. All right. But um, thank you again. You can find Suzanne over at Walnut Grove Cast on uh, the Facebook groupy thing. Um, not groupy thing, but uh, the group. And that's it. I don't know if you had any other thoughts about this episode. No, I, I just think it's a fun one, and I hope it's one that everyone enjoys. Oh, I did read a fun fact. I couldn't find any truth to it. Um I couldn't really back it up with anything, but um, Karen Grassley states that this particular episode was one of her favorite scripts and that it gave Caroline an opportunity to quote, lean into her femininity, femininity. How come I can't say that? That's a hard word to say. Yeah. Femininity. Yeah. There you go. You nailed it. Yeah. But uh, I could see see that. that. Yeah. And she's very, she's a very outspoken woman. She, um, even now she's very outspoken. And I could see her really enjoying being this character. I can too. And it added more depth to her character. Mm. Most definitely. I enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider supporting Walnut Grovecast by heading over to patreon.com slash Any support is appreciated. 